mindset, performance, science, transforming communication, perspective, and boundaries. Welcome to the Redefining Success Show with Aaron Jewell, a Thrive Global Top 10 Coach of 2021. And now, here's your host, Aaron Jewell. All right, welcome to the show. Today, we are going to talk about this idea, are you making an impact? This question, this hopefully um, self-reflective, thought-provoking question, are you making an impact? So allow me to give a little bit of context here during today's solo cast as to why I am bringing up this question, which for some of you might already be evoking feelings of anxiety (laughs) and tremendous discomfort. And for others, perhaps it's evoking an entirely different feeling. Maybe you feel quite satisfied by the possibility of answering such a question. And maybe there are still others of you who feel uh, like you are feel a sense of almost a self-righteousness in response to a question like this. Am I making an impact? Maybe you are one of those individuals very much similar to myself who was raised to believe it is very important to be in service. And if you have been raised with any type of a religious background that encourages such behavior, you will likely have interpreted some of those teachings to bring a great deal of shame, guilt, and discomfort if you are not, in fact, in service enough, in quotation marks. So (laughs) with all of that being said, I do believe this is an important question to explore, and we are about to talk about why that is, or what can be meaningful about this, we'll call it statement of focus in the form of a question, what kind of impact are you having? Are you making an impact? So let's take it a few steps back and I will use my own personal experience here. I am a lifelong learner, seeker, Those of you who know me and know my work, you know that I have been on this really epic ride that has taken me to a lot of different places physically in my lifetime at this point, mentally, uh, emotionally, spiritually. And so I am always on the lookout for uh, the next step in my journey of self-actualization. So the question, are you making an impact, has been something I've pondered for a long time. However, I would say I started to become more aware of this probably around the age of maybe 11 or 12. And I had just come back from living in Spain for a period of time. I studied over there and I became fluent in both language and culture. And I was really immersed into the, I was immersed into the language and culture. I lived with a family that I didn't know uh, prior to my traveling there. 
<clears throat> it was an experience that really took me out of my comfort zone, was rather very much was transformative for me. And that is probably where I became, first became really connected to an understanding of this idea, am I making an impact? I became aware of the influences I had as a young North American United States citizen living full time in this other country without my parents, without knowledge of the language and culture early on, learning how to make an impact in order to build enough of a network and a support system to really survive while I was there. And I believe that I was successful at that. And so making an impact, although it was always presented from more of a community service perspective, just based on some of the work my parents did and the school I went to, I think it really, it probably really started to stand out to me. What does it mean to make an impact when I had to lobby for resources to co-create a successful experience while living in Spain? And then over the years, that statement of focus continued to evolve for me. I became more interested in things like community service and being in service really during the past 10 years. And basically between the age of 11 and 30, a lot of this idea of making an impact was inspired and fueled externally. So for example, the schools that I went to would talk about making an impact and the importance of being in service to community, having an impact globally, making an impact with a fulfilling career. And I think I did a pretty, for myself, a pretty nice job of following that, those guidelines. After college, I went into pharmaceutical sales, which at the time I very much believed to be making an impact, selling life-saving medications, and then uh, continued on to become a sales representative in the medical device sector, selling what I believe to be and, and what were perceived to be by so many as life-saving technologies and products. And so making an impact for me, in fact, as I'm thinking about it, I feel like that was even part of, well, it wasn't, the part, it wasn't part of the mission statement of one of the companies, but it may have actually been part of the mission statement of, of one of the companies I worked for over a period of about 15 or so years. So making an impact continued to evolve. It, it became something that was important for me to do in a way to look good. It was, I, I found myself amongst a community of individuals that did give back in some form or fashion and probably felt some level of pressure to do so, not only through their organizations, but also their social circles. And then that, that continued to evolve for me. So when I left the traditional workforce in 2015, part of the inspiration for me to transition was a direct result of this question. Am I making an impact? And at the time, I felt that even though I was working for this world-class organization with a role that absolutely contributed to 
alleviation of pain and also other life extending opportunities for other humans. I mean, it was, it was pretty directly tied to making an impact if, you know, depending on what you believe and how, how one looks at that picture. But what was coming up for me, there was something missing. Are you looking to increase leadership competence and trustworthiness on your team? Do you see more opportunities to build rapport and a sense of community on your team? Are you challenged with completely trusting yourself and your team as a leader? Book a call today with Erin Jewell Consulting to learn more about the PACE Signature System. PACE, an acronym for Perspective, Alignment, Communication, and Equanimity, is designed to increase a sense of community and trustworthiness on your team to improve outcomes and drive the successful results you know that you and your team are capable of. All in six months. Go to erinjewelconsulting.com forward slash bookings for a free consult and enjoy. There was something pretty big missing for me. And that was, there was authenticity missing. I wasn't feeling like I could really fully creatively express myself at that time in my life. And it wasn't just in my career, it was in general. I felt as though the story that I was telling the world was the story that the world wanted to hear. And I received guidance and I received information and messages to indicate that I really wasn't going to have the impact I was capable of having unless I started to live in a more authentic way. Now, at the time, I had no idea what that meant or looked like. All I knew is that I was wearing masks. And as I wore these masks, they seemed to cloud my ability to really have a lasting impact, the way that I was becoming aware that I was capable of. So when I left the traditional workforce, one of the first things I did was kind of nothing. I moved to a place where I didn't really know anyone. I moved actually to the big island of Hawaii. I lived there for several months and practiced meditation, yoga, became certified as an instructor, had a lot of time alone in solitude where I began to really explore what it meant for me to make an impact, what I believed would be most important for me to, to make a lasting impact. And leaving the traditional workforce was my first step in that direction because at the time, I believed that I would be able to have more of an impact by living more authentically, which would call for me to have more, uh, less interactions than I was having, almost that higher touch with less people in the form of co-founding a healthcare startup that would uh, survive, <laughs> would end up surviving about three and a half years. And I had a lot more autonomy. I had the ability to move around and interact with whomever I chose to interact with. And it really was an amazing 
chapter in my journey where I do believe I was able to become even more effective and have more of an impact. And then what I realized and what I began to learn was that this idea of am I making an impact seems to evolve for me over time. So I noticed that I would accomplish what I thought was having an impact. And then all of a sudden, I would desire to have impact in a different way. So for example, we closed the doors on that company and I began to build my own personal consulting and coaching practice. And I began, began to take the steps in that direction to develop that practice and build that practice because I believed that running a company for me was no longer the way for me to have the most impact. And so I began working one-on-one -on -one with individuals, which eventually evolved into speaking and programs and facilitation. And kind of fast forward to this particular chapter, am I making an impact? I now find myself reflecting on what types of relationships am I currently developing as a coach, as, as a consultant, as a mentor? Am I cultivating long-term connections that I would call physically, or I'm sorry, not physically, professionally intimate connections? That is another conversation for another solo cast that has been prompted by that statement. Am I cultivating professionally intimate connections, or am I cultivating these kind of short-term, touch-and-go, superficial connections, which even if I made the latter sound a little less impactful, it's not, it's just different. And I'm realizing that perhaps my desire and what I believe is impactful is actually on the shift again. I've also become more conscious, and this is really during the last seven or eight years of how much I am in service and how much being in service, and I'll, I'll explain what I mean by service in a moment here, and how much of my desire to be in service is really coming from, is being sourced from within versus sourced externally. Now, mind you, if I'm doing a good thing for another human being because I feel pressure to do so by the society or social circles that I move around in, I don't necessarily think that is a bad thing because there is an exchange that's happening and there's a giving that's still taking place. However, I do not believe that that is a sustainable approach to being in service simply because I am feeling pressured to do so. And I will openly admit that there was a chunk of time, maybe about 10 years of my life, where I was so focused on my career and my career development that the only time you would really find me in service to community, so volunteering my time, things like that, was if it had something to do with the company I was working for. So if it was volunteering on my own time or, or something that maybe nobody really knew about, it was highly unlikely that you would see me doing that. And as selfish as that sounds, it was my reality for a very long time. And I believe part of that is because I was, I interpreted 
my upbringing to mean that I would look bad if I was not somehow in service. And so for me, there had to be a shift because I knew that I wanted to be in service to a large extent. I also knew that there were particular things I was interested in being in service to. And I also knew that if I was doing it because I thought somebody else would look at me and say, wow, look at what she's doing. There was a good chance that wasn't going to last for me. And that in order for me to sustainably have a desire to empower human flourishing and to support activities for human good, it was going to need to come from within. I was going to want to allocate time and energy to making an impact in that manner in a way that perhaps would take away from some of my other commitments in a way that perhaps would go completely and entirely unnoticed or other people would be unaware. Or in fact, other people might not just be unaware, but they might also even think that I am not someone who is typically in service somehow. So almost risking my reputation for being in service, so to speak, in order to really make an impact. And with the last couple of minutes, I will say this, making an impact as I started is not just about being in service, it is about my career for me as well, and it is constantly evolving. And I'm also arriving at, at a chapter in my life where I do desire to create and cultivate long-term relationships professionally, and that does actually tweak the business model. And I will also share that I'm identifying ways to go deeper with not only these connections, but with my work in general, as opposed to being known or becoming more known as a sort of a generalist or somebody that has a little bit of knowledge about many things and becoming someone who has a deeper understanding and deeper knowledge about less things. Because as I was recently talking with a friend and a colleague, it's starting to look a little bit like we're all putting a bunch of band-aids on things right now. And my concern with that is that steps are going to be skipped. Really important steps where people feel like they're being heard, where people feel like they're being given opportunities to understand all essential ingredients to optimal team, family, and friend dynamics during a time when we need it the most. So with that, I appreciate you. I thank you for being here today. Until the next time. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, visit AaronJewelConsulting.com. 